Welcome to Darren Daily On Demand, your most trusted resource to help you become better every day. Here's your success mentor, Darren Hardy. So today I'm going to answer one of your submitted questions. This comes from Harold Campos, and he asked, do you have any suggestions on how we can get the most from our mentors? Well, that is a fair question, and I'm sure you've already figured out that I am a huge believer in the value of mentors. My whole life, I've collected mentors like others collect rare coins or beanie babies. And at every business that I've ever had, at every conference that I've ever attended, even at restaurants where I frequented, as far as I'm concerned, there could be a mentor waiting around every corner. But here's the difference between mining mentors and rare coin collecting. When it comes to mentors, once you find one, you are foolish if you just tuck it into the pocket of some fancy collector's book or stash it away in your safe. Unfortunately though, that is what most people do. So I have four suggestions for how to get the most from your mentors. Number one, show up. Number two, ask. Number three, do it. And then number four, report back. Now that seems pretty simple, right? Apparently not, since so few actually do it. So let me give you an example of how it's done. Remember the story in The Compound Effect where I learned that if I was going to expand my success that I needed to expand my associations. So I would drive more than an hour across two bridges to get to Sam's on the Wharf in the affluent neighborhood of Tiburon and Marin County, California. Well, not only was I inspired by the spectacular homes that cascaded off the hillside there, one of which would eventually become my dream home, but I also met a mentor who helped me achieve success in order to afford that dream home. One time while visiting Sam's, I was at the bar waiting for my table. Sitting next to me was a gentleman in his early 60s with white hair and distinguished features. I knew that I had seen him there before, sitting at the bar, conversing easily with the staff and other patrons. Now up close, I could tell by the watch on his wrist and the scotch in his glass that this man had closed a few deals or started a few empires during his lifetime. So we started the conversation as his dinner was delivered to him at the bar. And when the hostess came to show me to my table, I kindly declined and said that I would be dining at the bar as well. During the course of the evening, the gentleman shared stories of deep sea fishing trips gone awry, epic ski vacations with his family and his love for a particular opera composed by the German composer Wagner. He was a fascinating person. I couldn't help but ask what his business was. And I learned that he was a San Francisco businessman of legendary esteem. Startups, mergers, complete management overhauls, and the works. We sat there at the bar at Sam's long after our plates had been cleared. I kept asking him questions, mentally recording copious notes as my new acquaintance recounted a lifetime of business success. I was hoping that I wasn't being a bother, that I hadn't just hijacked this man's attempt at having a quiet dinner by himself, but he seemed to delight in sharing his wisdom. I even sensed that my rabid desire for knowledge and the diligence in capturing it all kind of impressed him. As the bartender prepared to wipe down the bar and close up for the night, my new friend and I rose from our stools, stretched, we had been sitting there for several hours by now, and exchanged a great to meet you type handshake. As we walked to the parking lot, the gentleman mentioned that he was speaking at an event the next morning in the city, a lecture that he thought I might enjoy. I said, I'll be there, and I will immediately cancel my morning appointments. He seemed pretty impressed by that. And I was there, I showed up a lot. He gave lectures to business service groups in San Francisco and Marin County, and when he did, I showed up. 
I discovered that he was a guest lecturer at the College of Business at San Francisco State University. I sneaked into the classroom. He was scheduled to teach and sat in the front row taking copious notes, of course. I learned that there was a charity that he was passionate about and that he was going to be honored at an upcoming gala. I paid the hefty price to attend. I wanted to congratulate him in person and I thought that the moment would be fleeting and I could tell that he was impressed that I was there. We stayed in touch and even had a few more impromptu dinners at Sam's. Each time that I had the opportunity, I asked my new mentor questions. I told him about my current business challenges, treated his advice like freshly minted gold and put it into practice immediately. And every single time his wisdom made a difference. I was able to navigate some pretty difficult storms because of his guidance. I wanted him to know and I wanted to thank him, but words just didn't seem like enough. So several months later, I sent him and his wife tickets to an upcoming Wagner performance at the San Francisco Opera House. And even though I wasn't a huge opera fan at the time, the tickets for the seats were right next to mine so that I had some brain picking time. I remember that night like it was last night. During the intermission, as we lingered in the lobby, I told him how I applied an idea that he had just given me for my business and the tremendous result that it created for my clients and for me. I told him how another piece of advice helped me avoid a huge setback and I thanked him. And his willingness to share had saved me years of trial by error. Then he said something to me that I will never forget just as we were signaled back into the opera house for act two, he said, you know, Darren, I have taught thousands of students in the classroom by now. I've shared my ideas with auditoriums full of people. I've even sat with people asking me for advice one-on-one, -on -one. but you are the first to actually treat the advice with respect, to do something with it, and then come back to tell me how it worked. I can't tell you how meaningful and rewarding that is to me. You alone make all this worth it. You have done me a great favor. Thank you. What? I did him a favor? As the curtain closed that evening and I made my way back home, I contemplated what had just happened. Though my mentor had supplied innumerable amounts of advice to this point, the most important thing I ever learned from him happened right there in the Opera House lobby. People who have achieved greatly want to help teach others how to do the same if, number one, you show up repeatedly. Number two, you ask questions. The onus is on you. And number three, you do what they advise. I know it seems obvious, but you would be surprised as how few actually do. And then number four, come back and tell them what you did with the advice and the impact that it had. If you wanna make the most of your mentors, don't treat them like a rare coin. Don't hide them away in a treasure chest just collecting dust. To realize their value, one, show up a lot. Two, ask a lot. Number three, do a lot. And number four, report back. I hope that helps Harold and I hope that helps everybody else. Hey, before you go, I just wanted to thank you. I know that I challenge you each day to push yourself towards better. It isn't easy. So thank you for joining the movement and working to be better every day. Who do you know that you think should be part of this movement? Have you shared Darren Daly or Darren Daly On Demand with them? If not, do it now. Share this episode with them via text or email, or hey, post it on social media. Encourage them to start their journey now to be better every day.